And welcome back to the Small Fleet and Owner Operators Summit here at Freightwaves. My name is Kevin Hill. I'm the head of research, and I have a very special fireside chat with uh, with Paul Estrada, who is head of carrier relations at a large enterprise uh, shipper. And we're going to talk about you know how owner owner operators and small fleets can maximize relationships with um, with shippers and, and with three PLs as well. To, to get that freight from large enterprise shippers. So welcome to the, the, the summit today, Paul. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So um, we're going to have this discussion. And, and first of all, um, well, let's talk about small fleets and owner operators. Let's talk about enterprise uh, shippers. I know it's a, a dream of, of a lot of small fleets and owner operators to get these large enterprise accounts and start moving freight with them. But it's not all... Uh, roses. When you're working with large enterprise shippers, there are some stumbling, some hurdles, especially if you have one truck or 20 trucks or 30 trucks to be able to um, to, to, to really do all the administrative tasks and follow uh, the procedures that are, are required a lot of times. Yeah, I mean, just we're huge fans of, of owner operators and small fleets. They're, they're really the backbone of this industry. Um, you know, we we do our best to partner with the right companies for us. And, you know, you know, to be frank, working with a small fleet or owner operator directly as an enterprise shipper, it can be challenging. It's not impossible. Um, and we try to get creative with ways that we can do that. Um, but yeah, to your point, there are, there are certainly there are upsides. We obviously have a lot of freight at our disposal. The downsides is we have a lot of requirements, both from, you know, technical aspects, from an onboarding aspect, from operational aspects. So, you know, when you're thinking about wanting to work with an enterprise shipper, um, you just got to think through what what's the best way um, that works for your business. And we, if we walk a little bit in your shoes with the enterprise shipper and, and head of carrier relations, uh, there, there's roughly probably 100,000, 120,000 independent owner operators. There's um, about 50,000 more that would be qualified as a, a small fleets, you know, at least under 100 trucks. And most of those are under 50 trucks. Uh, you know, the, 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 the time and resources it takes to, to onboard uh, a large percentage or even 20,000 would, would, um, would be Herculean in some cases, right? Yeah. So just, just to give you some perspective, this year we will manage about 1.2 million shipments. Um, so a lot of uh, trucking companies, uh, you know, are attracted to our freight. That being said, I, between myself and my team may get hundreds of solicitations um, over the course of the year, emails, phone calls, text messages, you name it, right? LinkedIn messages. Um, so unfortunately, we it's just impossible for us to go through all of that. We do our best to kind of vet through those opportunities and, and try to find uh, people that maybe that we could partner with. But it is really challenging. Um, when we see, um, you know, someone that is really persistent and they just, there's a perfect backhaul for them or they're right in the backyard, um, you know, we do our best to have those conversations. Um, when there is something that we think has the potential to be a fit, if you're a, you know, we kind of, we have a baseline for what we, the type of fleet that we want to work with for us, it's somewhere in that 40 to 50 um, truck fleet or more. I know that that's, you know, that may leave um, some fleets and definitely owner operators in the dark from that perspective. So we try to come up with alternative solutions uh, for those providers, because like I said, they, they're the bulk of the capacity and we want to work with them. So oftentimes we will direct them to one of our key brokers 
um, in that particular market. And we'll direct them to a specific person within that brokerage that we know will take care of them, vet them properly, find the right opportunity for them. Uh, and then they can start hauling freight that way. And, and that's usually a good start to get in the door with us. And, and it's kind of an outsourced partner, right? And not for commercial for three gales or freight brokers, but that's what they, they serve. They, they, they kind of build up scale with a number of different owner operators to create synthetically a large fleet that you only need to onboard once. You know, you onboard that 3PL or freight brokerage and then uh, the capacity and the number of trucks come from there. Yeah, and we've got a unique relationship with our brokers to the point where we could say, look, here's a specific trucking company or owner operator that, you know, we really like, um, you know, take care of these people. Um, if they scale their business, if we if they find a real nice niche, maybe they find a particular lane um, that they really like and they scale up, we have a great enough relationship with our brokers where we say, look, if they get to this threshold, they've hauled this much freight uh, on average every week or every month, shoot them back over to us. And then, and then at that point, you can start working directly with us. So again, we try to get creative and find ways um, for these smaller fleets to be able to at least get their foot in the door and then still leave that door open to work directly with us if, the, if they see fit that way. It's kind of all about your niche, right? It's all about your niche, whether that's uh, a perfect backhaul for you that, that fits in that great for your, for your network or a type of commodity that, that you're hauling. It really is all about your niche. You, you spoke about, Paul, you, you said a bubble of about 40 or 50 is kind of the borderline with a lot of large enterprise shippers. I would imagine if you're on that borderline, then it is really all about the niche. It's all about being able to, to provide a, a service whether it's in a lane or in packaging or whatever it may be for that specific enterprise fleet or enterprise fleet, enterprise shipper. And, and the more closely you're matched to that, uh, the higher probability that you'll be able to get a direct relationship. Yeah. I think, you know, in, in my case, um, you know, we're hauling um, heavy commodity water, right. And so um, we are weighing out before we cube out. So, if a company comes to us and says, I'm, I'm actually got a lot of day cabs and uh, I can I can maybe squeeze an extra pallet on there, obviously staying within the legal weight limits, but I can get you an extra pallet on there. You know, those are things that are appealing to us. Oftentimes, a small fleet um, has really great relationships with specific receivers. Um, those are really important things that we can leverage. I've got, you know, a, a special drop and hook arrangement or this receiver allows me the flexibility to deliver over a window as, a, as opposed to a specified appointment or this dock and these lumper services really like me. And so I can get my product, you know, the product that I'm bringing in expedited, all those things matter. And those are all interesting. Um, so, you know, as you're trying to interact with an enterprise shipper, that's certainly, um, if you have those types of relationships or capabilities, you definitely want to bring those to the forefront. It's all about creating value. Right. And it's all about creating value and be able to do that value proposition to, to add value to the to, to your customer, to be able to uh, to get your foot in the door and start, you know, participating and, and moving through. One of the, the challenges of working with an enterprise shipper, especially for the small fleets, is uh, as opposed to 3PL, most 3PLs, you get paid same day, next day, you know, three days out with 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 most of their, their quick paid terms. Most large enterprise shippers don't have quick pay and you're not going to get paid anytime soon. Well, I don't know about anytime soon, but, you know, we definitely try to pay uh, on a timely manner. But you're right. I mean, you know, you hear about some enterprise shippers that got you know, that have 90, 120 day payment terms. We're, we're not 
you know, in that bucket, we're, we're, we're much lower than that. But yeah, to your point, I certainly can't offer next day payment and things like that. So, you know, payments, one of the challenges with working uh, with an enterprise shipper, um, you know, we have very sophisticated and detailed technical requirements, whether it's EDI, real-time tracking solutions. Um, you know, when it comes to the onboarding process, we have, you know, we use a TMS. So you've got to understand how to log in, how to accept your freight. Uh, we've got a ton of reporting, you know, carrier scorecarding and all these things that happen, right? These are all really important things that drive our business. Um, they can be a little bit daunting for, um, you know, trucking companies that aren't as familiar with, you know, maybe that level of, uh, you know, requirements. Um, and so that gives you, you know, working through that broker kind of gives you that buffer and say, you know, let, let the broker manage through all these different requirements. And I'm just going to worry about making sure that my, my wheels are turning and I'm moving freight. I think that's, a, that's something else that a, a lot of small fleets and owner operators don't don't think about. It. Two is the, the technology aspect. You know, you mentioned EDIs, T, your own TMS, and be able to, to hook into and integrate into those systems, make it seamless, be able to, to electronically accept bids. Having that sophistication in-house is is important. And unless you have that, you know, say if you have 30, 40, 50 trucks, unless you have that technology to do that, uh, you're going to be sitting on the sidelines. I think it depends what the aspirations of the owner-operator's small fleet are. Um, if they're looking to grow, I mean, these are things that are going to be asked of you at some point down the road. So, you know, you're going to have to get started at some point, right? So, um it is, it can feel maybe daunting at times. I, I certainly recall talking to some of the, the our small fleets that, um, you know, look back on that time and there, there was painful growth growth there. But I, I heard on more than one occasion that, hey, you helped us become a better company. Yes, it was difficult to meet these requirements, but ultimately you made us a better company and you helped uh, make it more appealing for other, you know, mid-sized to large to enterprise shippers want to do business with me because now I'm actually meeting their requirements as well. So, there's ups and downs. And again, I think it really comes down to, are you just trying to maintain your business? Are, are you trying to grow your business? Um, and those things will help determine how much effort you want to put into meeting those types of requirements. And, and you should put the, in the effort, really. I mean, I'm making a case of technology because technology is going to get closer to your goal, right? Your goal of, of working directly with large shippers. So that investment in technology is is really important uh, for the growth of your business. So it, it kind of, as you said, Paul, you know, you're either growing or you're just kind of plodding along. Yeah, I would say, you know, one of the other things as I'm just kind of thinking about the benefits is, you know, you work with the largest asset companies, the largest brokerages, and the reality, these are massive companies with tons of people. And, um, you know, depending on how much business you're doing with that provider, depends on, you know, what level of engagement you're going to get from the various levels of their organization, right? Um, and if they decide one day, you know, I, I've got too much business and I'm going to move on to somebody else. And so one of the appeals of that small fleet owner operator is, is being able to have that direct contact with the decision maker, the owner of that company, right? And being able to have a relationship at the absolute very top, right? And so those are things that also I think are appealing. And so as you're going and, and trying to sell um, your capacity, um, that is a huge plus, right? And so, um, you know, uh, I can't understate that enough. Those, those are great opportunities as well. 
Yeah, and we're talking about, you know, uh, getting on board or working directly. You work with, a, you know, through di- different outsourcing 3PLs, you work with a lot of small fleets, a lot of owner-operators. Uh, give us some of the benefits of, of having that capacity, having those, uh, those owner-ops and small fleets work for you and, and kind of the value that they bring. I think there's definitely more nimbleness, right? So I'm thinking to a scenario where uh, we did work with a, a fleet in a specific region where I said, hey, you know what? If you really want, would like to scale us, you're doing a great job, um, but we'd love if you could invest in more day cabs. Like I said, we, we, we weigh, weigh out before we cube out. So day cabs help make the equipment a little lighter. And they even went so far as to say, you know, let me let me talk to the trailer manufacturer. Maybe we can, you know, go to super singles, or we can, you know, we, we have very short hour length haul, so I can take a uh, a gas tank off my my tractor and like literally just how can I find hundreds of pounds here and there? And they were able to get to a point where they could scale fifty thousand pound payloads again, legal, very legally, uh, and that was just really appealing, right? So it, it just depends. How interested are you in that shipper? And obviously, there's just more nimbleness to, to get more creative on the solutioning. Um, and so that part's, again, really appealing. Um, you know, sometimes they can uh, purchase maybe, maybe their uh, yard or they've got a hub that's particularly close to a DC that I'm operating. And if they don't, sometimes they, they go out and, and, and lease uh, a yard or they lease a building that gets them really close to us. That helps kind of create, uh, that helps improve, you know, um, tractor and, and driver utilization. So th- again, I think all that is kind of the nimbleness that that we've seen that's been a really huge benefit when we do uh, partner with those smaller fleets and owner operators. So yeah, so you're saying be as creative as you can to find your niche, have the right technology in place to, to, to be able to set up, and that's how you develop relationships and, and get onboarded and work directly with shippers. I know a lot of small fleets that are watching this right now. They have their own relationships with kind of hometown uh, shippers that, that 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 you know fill up most of the the, the, the capacity, and they're they're always looking to, to find uh, additional uh, additional business uh, to, to bring them back or, or take them to where they need to be. So. That's an excellent point is just be creative. If you want direct relationships with shippers, be creative um, and provide that value. It's that easy, Kevin. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for for joining us today, Paul. Uh, It's been great uh, as always. And and everyone out there listening today, stay tuned for our, our next session. Thanks, Kevin.